Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back <clears throat> to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast. That's right, with me, your host of the most, I don't know, that just came into my head, uh, the Matt Chatter, Ryan NK. Hey, how's it going? Thank you for joining, Matt Caps. Appreciate you all. I hope you've been well. I've had a bit of a crazy week, pretty usual, you know, it's usually a little bit mad around here at the Madhouse MK. And uh, this Sunday, I woke up to a bit of knee pain. I don't remember doing anything in particular to it. Uh, when we were moving in, I, I think I mentioned it on a previous spot, I slammed U-Haul door into my knee, that hurt felt shitty for a few days. So maybe it's somehow related to that, but no uh, real trauma that I, a recent trauma that I can think of and yet sore and I'm moving shit. We had some things to take to the garage. So I'm moving shit up and down. We're on the second floor, a few flights up and down the stairs. And at the end of it, knee was pretty sore. Had the white look a little bit more swollen than the right knee. So what the hell's going on with the left one? Talk to my mom, who's a nurse. She tells me what she thinks, her concerns, and definitely call the doctor in the morning. Here's what you need to do. Uh, but the thing, it kept getting bigger. My knee kept getting bigger to, to the point where it looked like there was a fucking baseball there. And placing my kneecap, I'll have to put some pictures up. It was gnarly, gnarly. My buddy Aaron that's what, who, by the way, does the uh, Dynasty Wonderland podcast. If you're into fantasy football at all, check it out. Same place you're finding this. But <clears throat> my buddy Aaron from that pod, it's the word he used to describe it, gnarly. So, yes. And uh, so it gets to the point where, okay, I might have to just go to urgent care. Uh, but instead, the wife suggests something she used before that our insurance allows. And that is... At home care, you can actually have a medical professional come to your house, diagnose you, get you your medicine, do, do all sorts of this. So we figured they're going to come here, drain my knee or something, because the, basically it was like liquid, like a bag of liquid almost under there. So the afternoon, the medical people, the medical team shows up, a couple of very nice ladies and, uh, Diagnose me with prepatellar bursitis. Yes, prepatellar bursitis. They're a little concerned because, well, I don't seem to have any other trauma or anything. There's no symptoms that seem to I otherwise look fine. It's just the swelling. That's it. Kind of out of nowhere. Uh, not as uncommon for older people. I'm not that old. But on the other hand, you know, recovering alcoholics, they do say shit like that, like, uh, that ages you more, but that's definitely a concern. So they need to, I guess what I'm saying is the medical professionals out there, scientists, everything, let's come up with some like, uh, you know, fountain of the youth type of uh, medicine, <laughs> you know, let the let folks like me, uh, you know, who should be younger, uh, get a little younger. <laughs> I shouldn't be so fucking beat up, but uh, I did, it's on me. It's on me. I digress. I die. Press. So, prepatellar bursitis, and uh, just you know, out of kids, just per precaution. They want to make sure everything's good. They want some X-rays. Order some X-rays. Oh well, the soonest I can get somewhere for an X-ray is Tuesday. Oh no, that's okay. We'll have someone come to you for X-rays. What the fuck? Okay. Thought it was going to be Monday. Well, no. They call later on Sunday night. They're going to knock it out Sunday night. And after some confusion with finding the place, which ended up irritating the wife a little bit, because <laughs> they somehow they had it, she got it going uh, early Sunday when we were trying to get the doctor here because um, I didn't feel like dealing with the phone bullshit. So she dealt with it. So they had her number. And eventually a guy gets here and pulls up a little SUV type vehicle and opens up the back and out of the back. The mechanism lowers this this object down this this device this and it's like it gets lowered down you know what i'm talking kind of like the wheelchair thing the handicapped thing. and and um 
it's it's got like a metal frame like a like upside down horseshoe and then it's got two metal legs and then it's in the middle of it all it's got this hanging box on like a like a metal arm type thing a movable arm and it's an x-ray box and uh they just take your fucking x-rays but it's crazy it's and of course normally you would take it into a house if you can um, he prefers people just, you know, set up in their garage. Uh, we're in an apartment building, second floor. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> he's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're just going to do it right here in the parking lot, if that's okay. Sure. I'm laid back. I don't give a fuck. What can I do to make your job easier? You know? And uh, so we get a couple pictures. I really need to get one with you lying down because you need to get an angle of my knee to where you could see, like, the leg. I kind of had to have a bent knee anyway. So I needed to lay down and I'm like, sure, I got you. No problem. I'll lay down on the concrete. <laughs> so I did. And not a problem. Not a problem. Laying there on the concrete, 930 at night, apartment complex, parking lot. I do hope that some neighbors got out their cell phones, got a little footage. Hope it gave them a chuckle. Like, what the fuck is going on down Because the dude that was taking the x-ray, like, wonder if they thought we were making a movie or something. <laughs> because the dude that was taking the x-ray, like, literally... He had scrubs on. He has the machine. He busts out this, you know, one of the lead coats. Like, yeah, it was some wild shit. Believe you me. Believe you me. Speaking of that saying, I heard that a few days ago. And it got me thinking, like, where the fuck? Because that's such a stupid saying. Believe you me. Believe you me. Now. That saying to me had to have come from like the Neanderthal times. Like we we kept that from there because that sounds just like the way they would believe you me. Believe you me. Believe me you. You may believe. Believe me you. Hey, <laughs> believe you me. Uh, that's what it sounds like. Such a stupid saying, believe you me. But now it's almost sophisticated to believe you me. It's caveman time. Believe you me. Uh, uh. It almost be like a distorted version of the story. Get to Java. Uh. I don't know where I'm going with that. Anyway, believe you me. Can you believe it? The internet, part of the internet was broke today. Oh, by the way, I'm recording this Monday. So on Monday, because <laughs> it'll come out Tuesday. On Monday, part of the internet was broke. No Facebook, Instagram. Everybody just waiting for everything to collapse. Pretty funny. People lose, people lose it a little bit without their shit. There are people that haven't been on Twitter like, hey, but other shit's down. Let's go to Twitter. Twitter, party on Twitter. And then did, did Twitter go down at some point? <laughs> Thought I saw that. I'm not sure if it was joking. I, I don't I didn't care that much. So <laughs> but I saw it was trending like, oh, yeah. Internet's having some issues today, huh? Hmm. <clears throat> I don't really care for the Facebook. Really don't. Not anymore. I used to have one. Used to have one. Not anymore. I got the Instagram. Need to use it more for my comedy stuff, but I don't really use that all that much at the moment right now either. <clears throat> anyway, moving on. Moving on. We're going to get into some news because see my caps. Here's what I wanted to get a bit of a format to the show. I, you know, and the whole idea behind the show, miscellaneous debris, is just a random thoughts from the brain of the chatter, right? Me. And so that's kind of what the basis of this is. However, sometimes I feel like it was in a little bit too loose, unorganized. So even though it's supposed to be just some rando thoughts coming at you from my crazy ass brain, I'd like to get it somewhat organized. So I kind of formatted it so that it's you know a little easier for me to set up each week and to get through each week and i think it'll help uh you know still be my random ass thoughts just a little more organized control chaos as you will you know you gotta you gotta put some control on that fucking chaos every once in a while you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying so that being said we're going to take a quick break come back 
and get into some news. Some news, I think. We're going to come back and get into some news. But first, quick break and a word from our sponsors. I'm just fucking kidding. I don't have any fucking sponsors. Are you fucking... Uh, I'll be right back. Let's get into some fucking news. So, unfortunately, shit doesn't really stop, like, kind of like bad news in California, you know? It really doesn't. It's kind of crazy. But in Cali, you got the oil spill down there in Southern California. You know, dealing with a bunch of bullshit. I mean... And then you got the East Coast with the hurricane. Like, it's just damn, damn. But yeah, climate change is no big deal. You know, I, I saw this thing. I, I couldn't find the article after I saw it, but I saw the headline of it that was like, the astronomers see the Earth is dimming. Like, it's not as bright as it once was. Because, you know, when you look up in the sky, you can see the planet. They look like stars that don't twinkle. Those are the planets, Jupiter, Saturn, you can see those easily. I see them all the time. But, so our brightness in that respect is getting less. Cause for concern. Mm. But that aside, now we got this oil spill in Southern California off Huntington Beach, about five miles off the coast. And... Uh, it's the equivalent of an estimated 3,000 barrels or 126,000 gallons of post-production crude. Size of the spill was reported to be about 13 square miles. And uh, by sun Sunday night, about 3,150 gallons of oil had been removed from the water and over a mile of oil boom, which is floating barriers designed to contain oil spill, were deployed. This is fucked, man. Basically, the cause is not yet known, but they're expecting a leak from a, a pipeline 17 miles long in the area. And uh, so far, um, shut down beaches, threatened wildlife habitats, uh, potentially harmed people, they say. Um, sections of the shoreline at Huntington Beach were closed this weekend. And, uh, you know, they're trying to advise people to avoid contact the ocean water. So anybody listen to this near that area, I mean, if any of the seven of you that listen are near that area, <laughs> the extent of the ecological damage remains to be seen. It's uh, infiltrated the entirety of the Tower wetlands. Yeah, it's no good, man, in women's. No good. Amplify Energy, that's who owns the pipeline. Small independent company. Um, yeah. You get these little companies thinking they can fucking do oil, but they don't have the recent. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. It's a, uh, what a fucking shame. But, uh, you know, that's why we got to, we got to work on things like, because this does tie to climate change. We quit worrying so much about the oil, you know. Why the hell is my computer? It's just like it's like okay, you know, we're gonna do we're gonna do it like this. Okay. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, let's see if that'll work. <laughs> Sorry, technical difficulties, bear with me. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. But anyway, as I mentioned, 
Where was I? I'm totally lost, thanks to my... I noticed my computer was making noise. Just... Thank you very much. Thought train derailed. <laughs> but this all ties to climate change, right? Because, it, it, you know, something like oil, if we can get ourselves away from oil, we won't have things like this, right? The impact the environment. Conversely, that also just helps with the all around aspect of the climate, the environment. So, it, you know, we got to get away from oil, but uh, it's hard. There's a lot of, you know, rich people that are invested in oil and they're going to fight to keep their investment something people care about. Um, yeah. So more manipulation and master trickery from the those in power in the elite. And then you have, uh, interestingly enough, um, this leak with this Pandora Papers, speaking of the elite. And it's basically showing hundreds of world leaders, powerful pol politicians, billionaires, celebrities, uh, religious leaders, and funny enough, actually drug dealers. Um, but it's showing where these people have been hiding their investments in mansions, exclusive beachfront property, yachts, other assets uh, for the past quarter century. And it's a review of nearly 12 million files obtained from 14 different firms located around the world. Um, it's being dubbed the Pandora Papers because the findings shed light on the previously hidden dealings of the elite and the corrupt and how they have used offshore accounts to shield assets collectively worth trillions of dollars. More than 330 current and former politicians identified as beneficiaries of the secret accounts include Jordan's King Abdullah II, former UK Prime Minister Tony Blair, and former associates of both Pakistani Prime Minister Imran Khan and Russian President Vladimir Putin. Many of the accounts were designed to evade taxes and conceal assets for other shady reasons, according to the report. So, very interesting. Um, <clears throat> Money. It's fucking crazy, huh? Money. <sighs> yes, what people will do for money. Uh, what people will do for money and power and, and just wealth in general and other things. Uh, like just, uh, you know, fake news or, um, you know, misinformation run rampant about, uh, uh, you know, a pandemic. <laughs> Such has gone on because, you know, now we're over 700,000 COVID deaths. And it's unfortunate. And we're at the point where we're just going to probably have to end up figuring out a way to live with COVID because, it, you know, there's just too much division. I mean, there's reportedly, it, you know, you, some, some sense of unity amongst Trumpers and Black Lives Matter. Because neither side want the fucking vaccine mandate. I just don't fucking understand. I just don't understand. I'll never be one to understand the anti-science. The flatter the science has brought us ever, you know, technology, everything, where we're at, science, you know, the way to better our future. Again, getting away from oil, things like that, more renewable, all that shit, science, science is the key. Now, that doesn't mean there's bad science out there. That doesn't mean there's, you know, not, you know, even evil scientists, I guess, but Science is the key. And for so many people to be brushing it off, for this to be politicized, and I will never be able to under, quite understand, you know, a minority specifically. Oh, Jesus, excuse me. Gonzutai Chatta. Why, thank you, good sir. Whoa. That was, that was a rough one, and that came out of nowhere. 
Uh, is my nose leaking now? Is my nose leaking now? No, I'm okay. Sorry, apologies, mad cats. Jesus. But I, I lost my, my damn thoughts again. Did we lose the thoughts again? Are we hit another thought? Yes, we are, I guess. So, um, stupid sneeze. It's funny how something like that can just fucking be, you know, if you had a co-host, <laughs> it could keep you on track. But when you're by yourself, it's, oh shit, what was I talking about? I don't remember. I smoked too much weed. Damn you, sneeze. <laughs> ah, sorry. Ah. But I will never be able to understand the plight of particularly an African-American. Um, it's rough in this country. And it hurts my heart to see them align with Trumpers by, at any means because Trumpers just like to see, I guess I, I can't say for all Trumpers, but the majority of Trumpers, you can tell with the Confederate flags and uh, you've seen videos online with some of this stuff pertaining to Black Lives Matter, what Trumpers feel. And it's just like, you know, those fuckers would just assume to see you back in chains. And like, I, I don't know how you can in any way align with someone like that. But again, I don't, I don't understand completely. I, I haven't been through it. Like I don't have, I, I also would say I don't have some cherished white life, but I, I'm sure there's plenty of time, like run-ins with the cops. I've, I've you know, <clears throat> things could have gone much worse and they probably would have had I been a black dude. I'm not blind to that. There's a lot of people in this country are, but I'm not blind to that. But so I'm not, I guess when it comes to the vaccinations and stuff and, it, you know, specifically the government trying to tell you what to do, I really feel like Michael Irvin, the former Dallas Cowboys wide receiver, hope, hope, you know, Hall of Famer himself. I don't know why I said himself, not like I was talking about another Hall of Famer or like I'm a Hall of Famer or anything. I don't know what the hell that was about. But Michael Irvin, you know, said himself like, hey, if the government wanted us all dead, we'd be dead. But they don't want us all dead. I mean, really, they, they probably like it exactly where it is right now. Super fucking divided. Um, and it's who's, which side's going to, and like, I, I don't know. I could go on and on, get into the stupid, archaic, idiotic two-party system. I could get into all of that, but I digress. So <clears throat> I know there's hesitancy in, in parts of the African American community because it, you know a previous like specifically Tuskegee experiment like and so I can understand as much as I can understand you know because I can't fully understand but as much as I can understand I do get that but I think it, it gets to a point where it, you know it's like how, how much more can you explain to people that the best way to get this just to all stop is for everybody to do their part? And, you know, there's still such a chunk of people, specific kinds of people that don't want to do their part to now have people on their side that normally aren't like that sucks. That sucks. And again, you know me, I'm no like diehard Democrat, like I'm fucking independent. I'm no diehard anything. I, I can't stand the labels and all that stupid shit. So, you know, it's just, I have my particular beliefs. And one of them is strongly for science. It blows my mind. It blows my mind how many people just, you know, I get it. It was developed quickly. But the thing is, is that we've had, you know, it's, there's a reason it's COVID-19. There's other strands of this kind of virus. Like we, it's, you know, we had to learn about this particular one and we had to like, 
it's not that much of a stretch if you look into the science of it all. And when it comes down to it, it was born out of necessity. This was fucking taking people out, warming, uh, you know, overwhelming hospitals. And obviously in some countries, particularly ours, there were a lot of anti-mask and shit sentiment. We had to get some vaccines going. And now we're one of, we have all these fucking vaccines. There's countries that would kill for the, you know, the vaccine availability that we have. And there's so many people not taking advantage of it. And it just, you know, shit's never going to go away. And the end result is just going to be worse because what could have been, you know, kind of nicked in the butt and kind of slowed and put, eventually put to an end has just continued. And and the variants continue and it's just, it's all a, a fucking mess. And it sucks to see anybody, any kind of group or anything that I really respect and support, such as like a Black Lives Matter, team up with somebody that I absolutely fucking despise. I'm going to get back to Trumpers in a second, but there's a, I did read another story because it ties to Trumpers and Black Lives Matter. And it's a story of a, this, uh, high school student in York, Maine, goes to York High School, white girl, Claudia Corcoran, if I said that right. But she did this artwork on segregation and um, they had to do an art project based on a a book that they were reading in class. And um, she did something on segregation and uh, it was put up in the library. And uh, students, staff, teachers, complained it was taken down eventually it was put back up um but there was a big fight about it and it went on for a while and um i guess the main objection is shouldn't be allowed to you know you're displaying politics a political view how i'm just curious how is that a political when did discussing segregation become a political view that was back before the Civil War. Or not, after the Civil before the Civil War. You suck, you jackass. I know. <laughs> but say, I mean, not that there wasn't segregation. You know what I mean. So I, I would just like to understand how that's political. I, I'm pretty sure that's history, right? Supposed to be, supposed to be. That's supposed to be, but that is, segregation is part of our nation's history. That cannot be denied. And there's artwork portraying segregate, like, I guess there was um, part of the painting was Martin Luther King and he said, still draining. Maybe that's the political, but like, get the fuck out of here. They're so stupid. I'm glad they put that shit back up. It, it looked like a cool ass painting. It's a good message. But people want to lose their goddamn, they just, it's like a chunk of the nation just wants to go back to the way things used to be decades ago and that's pretty much there was a poll done recently and it said 52 percent of trump supporters would be happy to see the union like (laughs) uh, oh yeah i'd say let them just let them 52%. And then there's like another 40 some percent of Democrats will want to see the, I take that more as, and maybe that's true. If they're like, we're just, this is the kind of, where if we're leading back to Trump land, then yeah, let's just get the fuck out. Or uh, yeah, that's kind of a weird one with the dead, but it, it is true. There's such division and especially with like, the Trumpers, like, you just don't understand the mentality, and so many don't, and it's like, ah. 
And people, you know, they may think I'm crazy when I say shit like, man, if you think Trump, like, was, there was a former, like, um, official in, in, in that came out saying, like, if Trump gets back in the White House, he's going to be after revenge. Like, he's going to be big on revenge. And you know what? He's going to follow his buddy Putin and figuring out how to make it so that, uh, you know, he stays in office and just doesn't have to leave. So we can't let him back in. But it's a scary thought. It's uh, Biden's got some bad energy. Around. I can't imagine him running for a second one anyway. So who the hell would run? I don't know. What a fucking mess. It's just mess upon mess upon mess. Believe you me. Believe you me. Believe you me. Caveman. Caveman Arnold Schwarzenegger. Believe you me. Terrible. I know. Terrible impersonation. They want to see the yeah, fucking, I don't even know how that works. Fucking, I did fuck, I don't. <laughs> like, this is Trump is still whining about election shit. He's just, he's trying to get back on Twitter. Oh, he wants, um, Pulitzer Prize taken away from Washington Post, the New York Times for the work they did on uh, all the Russian election interference. <laughs> He's complaining about it. He feels there's no evidence. And in fact, that these Post, the time they got the Pulitzer for the depth of their investigation. So don't tell me there's no goddamn end. It's just crazy. It's but that's again when I spoke uh, when I spoke recently, and I've spoke several times on this, but I spoke recently about if you look at the <clears throat> just the idea of fascism and you look at that fascist checklist, the characteristics of a fascist leader, that is Trump literally trying to get rid of news slash reports, whatever that is true it's facts like it's but it's bad for him so he wants it gone that's what that kind of leader does but he's still got a lot of supporters if that's freaky bro freaky bro and then it, you know i'll be honest i get kind of nervous about the shit like that and then i i see on twitter that uh, people, a big, um, you know, fund, you know, backer of Trump right now is the new, the new movement, the Make America Great Again, again. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> what? <laughs> You suck, you jackass. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> like, make America great again. Again. There's a video of Trump suggests, that, like, saying it at some rally. Like, you see that and you're like, These people can't possibly fucking win, can they? I uh, fucking hope not. I'm serious. I got to get a passport before 2024 because I do. Man, the election goes south. I got to get the fuck out of here. Me and the fam, we got to pack up and go. <sighs> no more. Mayor Beverly. No. Oh, take it. Get out of here now. Get out of here now. Go. That's gonna be screaming. Leave the fuck out of here now. Passports. That's a good idea. Passport. Oh, make America great again, again. MAGA again. Again, we MAGA. MAGA again. Make America great again, again. Oh, such fun. Yeah, you know, at least they're entertaining. Oh, if it wasn't so terrifying, the amount of them there were. Because as stupid as that is, there is going to be way too many people 
with MAGA again, red hats. out of the way don't forget your mega again hat <laughs> so stupid um i tell you i tell you i could rant on that shit all night all fucking night but i won't we have other stuff to get into such as a little bit of sports yes that's <laughs> so Football season going on strong, like a quarter of the way through. And just give me five minutes. If you're not in the sports, skip ahead five or so, and we'll be back on track. Because uh, next, I'm doing a little bit of story time. Okay. New segment. We did all of this. This is going to be the new format, how it's going to flow. And uh, so right now, we do a little sports. You're not into that, but NFL going strong. And, uh, you know, love hate relationship with the football. You know, there's a lot of, dirtiness the you know the dirty underbelly of the nfl there's also the idea of, of how much these dudes are really wrecking themselves to play this goddamn game you know <clears throat> yes for a lot of money but it's still you know the long term anyway it's a love hate there but i did but i do love it i do as previously mentioned, do a podcast, the Dynasty Wonderland podcast with my guy, Aaron Stewart. Check that out if you want to fantasy football. But uh, there's a big game this weekend. It was Tom Brady as, uh, you know, member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and, you know, one of the greatest of all time, returning to New England, first and probably only time uh, playing there as not a member of the New England Patriots. And so he's going up against this old coach and, Really uh, pretty intense, interesting, and uh, emotional game, I'm sure, for a lot of people. And in the end, the Patriots really had it. They had the game. And their kicker missed the field goal. Now, they probably should have. They had some time. They probably should have tried to get a little further before kicking the field goal. It was a fourth down and three. They could have got three yards, I think, with how they were moving the ball. But, yeah, interesting game. Brady gets the win, going back to his old stomping grounds. Getting a nice little hug between the two on the sideline. But uh, it's good stuff um, if you're into that sort of thing, obviously. But, you know, it, in sports, you know, we, we have rarely seen something like that, the Brady-Belichick combo and all the winning they did. So, um, it is kind of a historic occasion for them to get together in a game. And then <clears throat> on the opposite spectrum, we have Urban Meyer, who, yes, uh, has done a lot of winning as a college coach. Um, but he's, he's also one who uh, does seem to run away from bad times. When the times get rough, Urban gets it going, if you know what I mean. And things are looking pretty rough right now. His Jaguars still winless, although they have played better recently. But then he's caught on video. Married man. At a bar. With some chick grinding on him. Not a good look. Not at all. Not a big fan, never really have been. So in, in part of a way, I'm rooting for him to fail, but I don't really like to do that because I don't like to root for people to fail. I, I guess I'm not rooting for him to fail. I'm just expecting him to fail or expecting him to run off like he has before. Like I don't have hopes that he's at this point in his life gonna have an epiphany. Like it's, it's hard for those people who are, you know, kind of privileged, well-off, 
used to things a certain way. A little harder for them to flip a kind of switch. So a lot of uh, mess he's got going on for him. And well, we'll see if he sticks it out this time. I commend him if he does a little bit. And then, hey, we've got uh, the baseball playoffs coming, right? Now, it begins tomorrow. And as you know, you all know, I'm not a huge baseball fan. I don't, I don't care that much. You know, I enjoy it uh, in, in October because playoff baseball is still is still fun but eh, up until then i don't care so much but it begins it begins tuesday you got the yankees at the red sox oh oh in wild card game one and then a, a wild card game one on wednesday cardinals and dodgers so we got the wild card shit coming up and then uh <clears throat> It looks like, let me see one second. I got some, I got some info right here. You got uh, the number one teams. You got the Rays and the AL, the Giants, San Francisco Giants in the AL or NL, I'm sorry. And uh, yeah, you got some interesting stuff. The interesting teams to play. So pay attention, check that out. I'm, I'm gonna be watching a little bit, uh, like I said, I'm not as familiar with what goes on ever because I just don't care about baseball enough through the season. And then, you know, when it starts getting to the end of the baseball season, football's just kicking off. So when the regular season of baseball is getting interesting, I still don't care because it's the beginning of football. Now I'm settled into football. October rolls around. Fall. We're getting into fall. And that's actually in my top five, which is now I'm going to change the name to that, but we'll get into that in a second. But yes, it, it, that t- it's this time of year to get into October, and playoff baseball is generally pretty good baseball. So I do enjoy tuning in uh, from time to time to check it out. So get on, check out the brackets. Should be a little bit of, of fun. Sprinkle in some baseball playoffs with your football. And uh, don't forget about the AEW wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I mean, the G1's suffering a little bit without uh, some of the big names. It started off well, but no Naito. It's kind of hurting the tourney this year, unfortunately. Uh, that being said, let's get into story time. So, for story time, I'm going to try and do this every week. And just a story from youth or a recent story. I probably could have used, uh, you know, the x-ray visit as one, but... Uh, one of my favorite stories is, is my candy house story. Um, you know, growing up, I was kind of a nerdy kid in elementary, okay? Didn't have a lot of friends <clears throat> um, at school, actually. I had, uh, where I first lived, I did have uh, a friend. His name was Zach, another white kid. Um, and, and I also had a Korean friend named David, David Kim. And... Um, actually met him, I think my dad worked with his dad at one point, so I can't remember, met, they met, oh no, the grandma lived right real close by, either way, became acquainted with David, we both like basketball and collecting basketball cards, so built a friendship, and, but that was about it, like at school, you know, girls didn't really care to talk to me, and it was hard to find friends, I had one friend, his name was Nick, Nick Donahue and another white <laughs> and uh, he actually was one of the more popular kids and he would always kind of stick up for me and whatnot uh, but in middle school he ended up going away he moved and um, I was kind of you know had no real good friends Nick had been my real only one except for David Kim. and David didn't live by close by David Kim he did not know so it was only when he would come to visit his grandma that I would get to see him right so that was, uh, you know, unfortunate. and by the way, I apologize. I know there's like a humming sound in the back. My computer has been, the fan's been extra loud all night, and I don't know why. It hasn't done this. The only times it's ever done this is when I've had like a Zoom going with like multiple people, and I've also got something else going on in the background. Then it tends to make this noise. So uh, my computer might just be fucking falling apart, you know? 
But anyway, I digress. Again, again, for like the fourth or fifth time, this pod. So, yeah, kind of a lack of friends. And then I meet Anu and Adrian. Anu is an Indian kid, just like a poo from The Simpsons. Yes, very same. Instead of a poo, it's a new. N instead of a P. And his full name was Anubav, but he just went by new. And he had a mole right on his cheek, you know, right, just like a poo. And so obviously he got called a poo. But then there was Adrian, who's a kind of a big dude. And um, he was half black, half Asian. I do not remember which, I want to say Japanese, but I'm not entirely sure. And uh, he had a birthmark that was just like, like a big part of his, one side of his face was darkened. Uh, so he, he was kind of referred to as Two-Face. And I laughed because we, and I have always had a bit of a long nose. So they called me Pinocchio. And I, we just developed a friendship and we, be, we, we became to be known as, at least by, uh, by, by ourselves, as Triple Trouble. That's right. And um, we did some wild shit. I mean, and Anu was kind of a weird dude. Like, <laughs> it would be mean to say he's not the smartest because I do think he had some intent. I just didn't think, I just don't think he used his brain all the time. Um, I remember we stayed at his house one night and he got in an argument with his dad. He was so pissed off at his dad that we, he decided it'd be great to TP and egg the house, his house. Like somebody came and did it to us. And we did that. And his dad, maybe he knew it was us. Maybe he did think someone came and did it. Regardless, we were the ones out there cleaning it up. <laughs> like it just, this dude was tired of getting made fun of about his mole. So one time he tried to cut it off. I'm like, you fucking idiot, man. Like, I'll make fun of you even worse for that. Even worse. It'll be even worse. So he was a fun guy. Always entertaining with him. And Adrian was a little bit more quiet. Uh, but he just, uh, he was a blast to be one too. They were fun guys, um, even though they were dickheads. Because uh, they were also my buddies during the period of time when I really got bullied. And uh, they never jumped in uh, with the few times they were around when I was getting beat up. And the excuse was always with anybody that was around that just watched me get beat up was that, well, his older brother was a gang member and I don't want to get shot. <clears throat> okay. Whatever. Thanks for having my back. <laughs> anyway, so maybe not the best friends, but at the time, I mean, you know, we just had a lot of fun together. And in, and one of the things we did was they had found out about this house that kids, some kids went to over by where they lived. And because uh, they lived a little bit of ways from me. And um, we came to find out about this house. And basically, a vending machine company owner lived in this house. Mary had an Asian wife who uh, kind of broken English, not the greatest English, and um, kept a lot of product in his garage and always left the fucking back door open. So kids discover this, obviously, and they break in to take cigarettes, candy bars, shit like that. So full discretion. No, nobody can go to, I mean, I was a kid, so we can do now. Anyway, um, but so obviously we, we had to go do this. And the way you would do it is one of the kids would go to the front door, ring the doorbell, because during the day, dude wasn't home, it was just the wife. So to distract her, someone would go ask if someone was like, hey, is Billy here today? No, no Billy here, no Billy here. No, 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 no Billy here. Are you sure Billy's not here? Do I have the wrong house? Yeah, no Billy lives here. No, oh, no Billy lives here at all. And just distract. Meanwhile, the rest of us open that back door because they always left it open. I was sneaking. 
Um, we need to fill our backpacks with candy bars and cigarettes and all sorts of shit, gum, all sorts of stuff. Until one time, one time we're in there and the garage was connected to the house. One time we're in there and we actually had arrived there and there was another group there of kids waiting to go in and do it. So it kind of sucks because, man, that's a lot of people make a lot of noise. But we do our same routine. Someone goes, rings the doorbell, talks to the wife. We're in there eating candy. All of a sudden, the door from the garage to the house swings open and dude's right there like, hey, motherfuckers. Everybody drops their shit. Everybody runs. Get the fuck out of there. We all get away. All of us. I was the only one who got away with my backpack. And I had a shit ton of baby boys. <laughs> and everybody's like, give me a candy bar, Ryan. And I'm like, you go fuck yourself. You motherfuckers, you bitches, drop y'all's bags. Yeah, that's what happened. So y'all don't get candy. Y'all left your candy. I held on to my candy. So no, you can't have none of my candy because I held on to my shit like a bad motherfucker. Y'all drop your shit like some bitches. One of the very few times in my youth I could flex a little, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the candy house. That's the candy house and that's it for story time. Yeah, yeah. And now to end the show, we get into what I would now call the mad six. Because first of all, I don't get, I want to do the top five thing like to just be generic, but I also got to think of my style. And number one, my style would be not to go five, but to go six, because that's a little more sinister number. <laughs> number one, and yeah, I like that around here. And number two, uh, to not be five. But to be a different, I thought about the mad four, but then I was like, no, no, we got to go six because we got to go again. Scary number. So the mad six it is because we can't go top either. The mad, the mad, because in my dynasty wonderland, uh, we have a, a mad five that we do. And I do like that there because it's like fab five, which is, you know, a sports thing. It's a basketball thing and a football thing, but, but it's a sports thing regardless. And so I, I like that there. But here. The Mad Six. And this week, our list will be top things about going into the fall season. And, you know, this is really for those of us who live in areas where there actually are seasons because we can handle any kind of fucking weather. Because, yes, while I can understand the, the sentiment of wanting to always be in somewhere where there's warm weather, I, I also don't get it. I understand you want a vacation somewhere like that. Maybe take a break from the winter to go visit somewhere that's nice and warm. I get that. I get that. But to just live in somewhere that's nice all the time, like, get the fuck out of here. When shit really hits the fan with climate and all of that, you fuckers are in trouble because you will know nothing but nice and sunny and like, and yeah, everybody thinks, oh, climate change. Well, it's just going to get hotter, right? They can handle hot. And I don't think you understand. It's not just that, but the weather changes, the climate and the weather that it, it like shit's going to get crazy. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good being able to, uh, you know, live well in any season. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, no, we'll quit bragging. Those of us who, who really enjoy this, we'll quit bragging about how much better off we'd be. In like a in like a crazy situation because we could handle the cold basically. So, top six things about going into the fall season. Number six. Bye bye summer. Now I put this at the back of the list because yeah, there's a lot of people who say no, we like summer. Summer's good. Why do we want to say bye bye? Again, this is about the change. And me, summer means there's a lot of days that are like, ah, too fucking hot and bright because I swear I'm part vampire. But it's not, ah, I got sensitive eyes and just like, I don't like being out when the sun's like, bang, bang, here I am. Ah, I don't like that. I don't like that. I mean, it's much better here in Colorado than where I used to live in Iowa, where you had the added 
pain in the ass of the fucking crazy humidity. Yes, so mm, don't got to worry about that here. But the heat. So goodbye, super hot days. And goodbye, summer. Number five. Number five of the Mad Six this week. A bit more decency amongst people. It feels like as we get into fall, into the holiday season, you know, people get a little more generous, a little bit less assholish towards each other. People are a little more decent to one another, and I appreciate that. Number four, the weather. I like me some sweatshirt weather. That's right. It chills out about the particular October, November. Mm, good days. Good days to just sweatshirt it up. Yeah, I like it. Like going outside, you, it's like, oh, it's a little chilly here. You get in your car and you're like, oh, yeah. It's a little, yeah. yeah, I like that. <laughs> Getting into sweatshirt weather. Number three on the Mad Six this week of top things going into the fall season. The color changes. Big fan of this. You start seeing it on the leaves everywhere. It just, you know, people start decorating because we get, you know, Halloween and then Thanksgiving and then Christmas. And it's just scenery in general. The scenery change. I, I fucking love it. Number two, speaking of, uh, you know, the holidays and Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's right. Uh, because uh, in the fall, there's really two, two big holidays. And I love me some Thanksgiving. Uh, mainly because it's a good day to do nothing except watch football and eat a fuck ton of turkey because I love turkey. So a fuck ton of turkey, mashed potatoes, some gravy, some rolls, give me some turkey. I love it. And then I just get to sit around and watch football. Yeah. Yeah. Can't top it. Can't top it. It's my kind of shit. That's right. That is right. So. Number one, of course, Thanksgiving is number two. Then number one is obviously Halloween, my favorite holiday of the year. And uh, don't get me wrong, I love Christmas too. It's probably one B. And not so much for me, just, uh, you know, with the kids. It's so much fun, you know, doing the Santa thing with them. Just their, their whole, seeing their joy throughout the Christmas is really a lot of fun. So, yes. But Halloween for me trick-or-treating, dressing up, costumes, the decorating, oh, the movies, horror movies, kids' movies, Nightmare Before Christmas, such a great classic film. I still love it. The kids love it. Mm. Halloween. Halloween is my number one, and we'll talk a lot more Halloween as we go, and I'm, we're going to have Halloween-themed Mad Sixes, Mad Six topics all along through the month. So, all right. All right. Well, that's what I got for you. That's kind of how the new show will be set up. And that's what we got going on. So thank you, everyone, for joining my madcaps. We're going to get the hell out of here. We're going to get the hell out of here. You know, you know what it is. It's that time. It's that time. It's time for me to, you know, go on. Oh, wow.